You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This podcast is gold. Basketball gold. You're tuned into the best Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in all the land. Basketball gold. Hosted by Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps. This is Basketball Gold with Fratello and Phelps. He's Mike Fratello. I'm Jeff Phelps. Mike, this is something, and we've not discussed this ahead of time, so I don't know what you think about this, but it's something that I've always, it's bothered me, to be perfectly honest. And I don't want it to bother me, but it kind of does. It's the proliferation of the three-point shot in the NBA. Now, I I like the three-point shot. Don't get me wrong. I like it. And I, I went to a website called statmuse.com that has some great information. And And I guess my point that I don't like about the three is I hate when guys who don't shoot the three very well shoot threes because analytics tell the NBA coaches three is more than two and blah, blah, blah. And and we, we all know that. And it's, it's actually true, but the NBA first used the three pointer in 1979. I've got some amazing stats here that you're, you're going to cringe about as a coach, but, but first of all, do you like the three point shot in the NBA? It's such an integral part of the game right now. If you don't like it, that's a real problem as a coach because it changes games in an instant. It gets you back into games where you're down 20, 25. You can get back in a matter of four or five minutes to where it's a manageable deficit and you really have a chance to win as opposed to in the past, you're down 25 points, depending on how much time is left in the game. You pretty much have a hard time uh, coming back and, and making up those points. So uh, it opens games up so quickly. You can be involved in a three, four-point game. All of a sudden, the team comes down, hits a couple threes. Uh, and and I think it also forces coaches to really make decisions on how quickly do you want to call timeouts. If you mm-hmm. say to yourself, ah, we'll let it go one more possession, and they hit another three, then you're looking at an even bigger deficit and then you're kicking yourself in the behind because you're saying, I should have taken that time out before. You got to really watch to not let teams get on a roll, particularly with three-point shots. Teams are built nowadays, Jeff, on whether or not you have enough three-point shooters on your roster. Yeah. And don't think the evaluation process with every position now. Look at Valanchunas uh, from um, – New Orleans the other day. I mean, this is a seven-footer who goes out behind a three-point line and shoots threes rather easily. And I'm not talking about players like Nowitzki's that wore fours, but then they became fives later on in their career. Right. I'm talking about guys who are seven feet, 280 pounds, bruisers, 
that now can go out there and make a shot. And they're Brooke Lopez. There's there's a few of them in the league that we have right now. Yeah. Brooke Lopez kind of reinvented that aspect of his game and and added that three point shot. These are the stats, Mike, that I found that I I think are, are pretty stunning. And it's from stat statmuse.com. And they broke it down by decades with a three point shot. And these, these are attempts per decade is what, what they had, you know, so they averaged everything out 1980s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s now. And in the 1980s, teams attempted, it said, 3.53 attempts per game, which was not a lot, right? It was not a big part of the game. In the 90s, it jumped from 3.5 to 11.4. In 2015.7, in the 2010s, from 15.7 up to 23.1. And then now in the 2020s, 34.6 attempts per game from behind that three-point line. So exponential growth every decade. I guess that's to be expected. And with the analytics coming into it and everything else. And when I saw that, Mike, I thought, all right, that's because guys are shooting the three better. And here's the one, here's the thing I couldn't believe. In the 1980s, Guys shot 28.9% on threes. But remember, they're not taking very many. And then these are for the 90s, 2000s, 2010, 2020s. The shooting percentage has barely moved. It was 34.7 in 1990, 35.6 in 2000s. In the 2010s, 35.6, and then 35.9 here in the 2020s. So basically... 36 percent since 2000 on every decade i found that surprising because i would have thought the guys would get a lot better at it and maybe some have do do those numbers strike you as funny i I think there's a couple things there jeff Um, one is it's skewed a little bit from the standpoint you don't see the jump you thought you would see and the percentage is going up that much however Remember that word, however. Yeah. However. Yeah. And it's key here. That many more players are being allowed to shoot threes now than they were back when. Right. When Reggie Miller was knocking out threes for Indiana all those years, not a lot of guys on rosters were allowed to shoot threes. They had different roles. You know, it was like you sit in your team meeting and you go, you you don't take five threes a game. You can't make a three. You know, you explain to them, this is our guy, and that's our guy that shoots threes. Right. They're going to take the majority of our threes. Every once in a while, we'll have other – but these are like our three-ball specialists. Now it's all five positions shoot threes. So that may be part of the reason that you're getting more people involved on the team by positions and allowing them to shoot threes as part of the offense, which might be – you know, stopping the jump that you were expecting to see. And then the other thing was, who are we blaming for this? Because you always have to put blame on somebody. So that's what what I'm thinking. You got to blame somebody. I've got a fall guy for us if you want him. All right, who is it? Let's blame Rick Pitino. Because when Pitino came in the NBA, coming out of college basketball, he's the one that started shooting a lot of threes during the games. So... It may not have been Rick, but that's the one I can remember right now in shooting so many more than anyone else. I'm sure Doug Moe wouldn't have minded playing that way back when Doug was coaching. Sure. But when Rick came into the league, uh, co- you know, coaching Boston and 
Uh, then I guess the Knicks after that. That was their style of play. They shot a lot of threes. And, you know, his disciples, who then went on to become head coaches in the NBA, the Billy Donovans, for example, in Chicago yeah. right now, they followed what they learned and were taught and what they liked from Rick Pitino. So if we needed somebody to blame, we're going to blame Rick Pitino today. I love you, Rick. So I'm giving you a, a good, bad compliment, okay? That's I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm sure he appreciates that. Now, see, but what you just said goes back to my point about this thing kind of bugging me a little bit. I love watching a guy like Steph Curry shoot threes. I mean, how how can you not like that? And I'm, I'm looking right now at the list of, of percentage leaders. Uh, Luke Kennard is on it. You see him with the Clippers. He's got a beautiful shot. Other guys have developed it. Al Horford is actually on this list. Um, there are some guys who can shoot it really well. Should the guys who don't shoot it really well, Mike, that, that's where my little feeble mind doesn't work. Is it better for the game to have guys who don't hit a high percentage take them because the analytics say you have an adequate shot of, of giving us three instead of two? That's the thing, I guess, that bugs me the most is I just see guys who can't shoot it shooting it. And I think it leads to an ugly game. I'm 100% in agreement with you. I, I feel that's the coach's job to explain to the team and the team has to understand and buy into what the coach is saying. You have an analytics department on one hand on every team that's feeding all this information. And I think here's where you need that unity of front office and staff so that you're all on the same page. You can't have front office and staff saying one thing. Meanwhile, the coaches say, I don't believe in that. I have a guy that doesn't make threes. He's shooting 12% from the three point line. I don't want him taking threes. I want him to take high percentage shots. I want him getting down low or getting to 15 feet or 14 feet where he's pretty good in that area making shots. And maybe he'll get fouled and get a three that way. But I'll give up the one point to get the bucket. But I don't like the idea that he's taking shots that he can't make at a very low percentage because what it's doing is it's putting your defense on the heels. Long shots that miss usually equal long rebounds. Now that team's out running in transition. Your defense is trying to scramble to get back. You have mismatches at the other end of the floor. All of that takes place because of a missed three-point shot. So I, if I was coaching nowadays, we would shoot our share of threes. It's part of the game. And sure. if you want to win games, you're going to have to shoot them. And it However, is a weapon. It is a weapon. It is. However, guys who are not three-point shooters that shoot a very low percentage, I would have had my talk with them and in front of the team, you have to do it in oh. front of the team individually, whichever one you want to do first. If you do it with the team first and not the individual, you could be embarrassing a player who, you know, plays very sensitive. Like most people are sensitive when they think it's about you. Or pull. But if you go talk to the guy first and say, yeah, we're going to bring this up in the team meeting because you're not the only guy. We have a couple other guys that this falls on them as well. So in the team meeting, when you say, you know, I've had a talk with some of the guys on the team and 
We're going to try and get better percentage shots. We're going to try and take better shots with our offense to have a higher rate of efficiency in our offensive game. Last thing on this, Mike, and my gut tells me the answer to this is no. But should the NBA think about tweaking the three-pointer? And my, my gut tells me just leave it alone. But a couple of ideas. There's always been the talk of moving the line back. The corner threes are shorter than the out top threes. Do you change the line and get rid of corner threes? Could you limit the three-pointer to the final three or four minutes of a quarter? Would you want to do something like that? Um, Would you want to designate, and I think this is stupid, but would you want to designate just a couple of guys who are allowed to shoot threes? My gut tells me you just leave it alone. I would think that makes the answer so much easier to say it that way rather than go into some of those are some great ideas that you've come up with. Uh, Or you go along with what Popovich said. The game would really be something. I think he may have called it a circus if I'm if I'm right. If we have a four point shot and a five point shot. From way out top, right? That's all we're missing, he said. Yeah. It would really be a circus. I'll try and get used to the three point shot being shot by guys who aren't very good at it. That's that's the part that bugs me. This has been Basketball Gold.